Good morning. Zois Hanukkah, Tafshin Pei Dalet, Erev Shabbos. We're continuing the Shir in Likuti Alochas, Yoradea, Chelik Sheni, Hilchas Orla, Halacha Hei. We're in middle of paragraph Zion. We're up to the subparagraph Nimtza Sheikr Bitl Hageus. We dedicate the learning today on the third day of Teves, Le'iloi Nishmas Shoshana Malka Bas Avraham, whose yard site is today. A very special family that I had the privilege to meet close to 40 years ago in America. People who were incredible in their Hachnosis Orchim. They lived in New Orleans. And they were the Hachnas Asorachim for the city of New Orleans, having anywhere from 10 to 30 guests at their table on Shabbos and doing incredible, incredible acts of chesed. Her neshama should have an aliyah. And Le'ilu Nishmas, Horav Pinchas Mordechai, B'Rebin Yomen Avram, Taitz, Zichron Avracha, Rabbi Pinchas Taitz, who I was privileged to have a very close relationship with, he was a major factor in saving the kever of Rabbi Nachman from being destroyed in 1979. And also, Lilo Nishmas Yosef ben Mazal, whose yard site, the Rabbi Taitz and, and Yosef ben Mazal, their yard sites are tomorrow on Shabbos. And we dedicate the learning for a complete Rafua Shalema for all those that need it including Chaviva Chana Baskalia, Rochel Baskalia, Naina Choma Baskalia, Aviv Ilana Bas Yispendel, Sarach Bas Yispendel, Dovid Ben Behia, Shendel Bas Lea, Michal Bas Sora, Michal Sora Bas Hadassa, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Gitaganendel Bas Sipoira, Lebele Bas Sipoira, Eliohu Ben Miriam Rus, Rochel Tsipoira Bas Batshua, Lei Ben Zhenya, Chaim Yitzchok ben Chanarivka, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Chaim ben Rachel, David Eliyahu ben Michal, Shimon Elazar ben Michal, Shlomo ben Rivka Sprinza, Lei ben Zhenya, Besorich Shar Choyli Yisrael. Rav Nosnazal is discussing the topic of humility, Anova versus Gaiva. Nimtza she'ikar bitul hageus hu kishezoichen lebechina horaviyasanal. Based on what we learned in the previous year, we see that the, the, the completion of a person eliminating all Gaiva, all arrogance, is when a person achieves the fourth level, which we said the person considers themselves lower than what they actually are. Shehi Bechinas Basayin, which corresponds to the fourth part of the eye, which is the pupil of the eye, as we discussed. Shehi Bechinas Birur Klipas Noiga. This refers to the, the, the perfection of and the tikkun for the klipa called Noiga. Vialkein Iker Bitl Hageus Hubemamayin. And based on what we've been learning here, we'll understand 
why when we talk about a person getting rid of, eliminating their arrogance, the main place where that, that, that's needed is regarding money, wealth. Because money and wealth are similar to the pupil of the eye in the sense that the pupil of the eye is koilel, is a composite of all the colors. Because money and wealth are associated with malchus. We say in the, in the davening in the morning, that oisha wealth goes together with kovoid, and kovoid is malchus, melech ha-kovoid, which corresponds to the pupil of the eye, which is black, whereby all colors, all lights, everything is found, comes into the pupil of the eye and is seen by the pupil of the eye. Kayadua, as the Zohar HaKadosh tells us, that the Malchus is that sphero which everything else, all the other lights, feed into it. All streams feed into the sea. El Hayam is Eloikim, which is Malchus. V'yalkein ha-kesef yanes And this is why the Pasuk says that money resolves everything. Money can acquire everything. All, all objects and all merchandise and everything in the world can be acquired through money. Because money is comparable, is similar to the pupil of the eye, which is a composite of all the different colors, all the different lights. Because everything in this world, all objects in this world, are the product of the heavenly lights, the heavenly colors. Which are also referred to as the spheroids. Chesed, Gevura, Tiferes, V'chulam, Klulim, Bebasayin. And all of them are included in the pupil of the eye. Shehi Bechinas Ashirus Umalchus. V'yalkein, Shom Bahamomoin, Iker Hanisoyoin, Shel Hageus, Vahakovoid, Shekoilel Kol Hamidois. And this is why, when it comes to money, which everything can be acquired through money, that's where there's this main test of arrogance and a person thinking that it's, it's, they deserve to be highly respected for their wealth. Because money is comparable to the basayin, the pupil of the eye, which corresponds to the fourth klipa. Remember we said there are four klipas on Ruach Sa'ara, on on Godel, Eish Mislakachas, and Noiga was number four. And in the eye, there were the three colors of the eye, and number four is the Basayin, the pupil. So the Basayin corresponds to Noiga. Sheshom Iker Hanisoyen Vahabhira. And that's where the main test of a person is. 
when it comes to noiga, that com- noiga is a combination of good and bad. When something's all bad, it's relatively easy to recognize and to stay away from. When something is a mixture of good and bad, that's where it's much more difficult. That's where the main test is. And this is why the Torah tells us that when you have a tree, the, three, the first three years, the produce of the tree is off limits. It's Arlo. We're not allowed to eat it. The fourth year, the net taravai, we're required to bring it to Yerushalayim and eat it there. If we can't, we transfer the holiness on that fruit onto money, and we take that money to Yerushalayim and buy produce there with it and eat it in Yerushalayim. Ki kedushas haperois nechlaf ala kesef. The holiness, the intrinsic holiness in this fruit gets transferred onto the money. Because money is the transactor of all transactions in the world. All business being conducted in the, in the world can be done through money. Because money is malchus, which is koilel everything. Because money is comparable to the pupil of the eye in this sense, we said, which takes in everything. And now Rav Nosson adds another enlightening piece of information. Because the main part of the body that's associated with arrogance is the eyes. Kamashikosov, as the Pasuk says in Mishlei, Rum Einayin, eyes being lifted up high. And a person who overcomes all four levels of Gaiva, they don't consider themselves bigger than people who are bigger than them. They don't consider themselves greater than people who are equal to them. They don't even consider themselves greater than people who are lower than them. And the person is able to nullify themselves completely. That person is privileged to be able to look with their eyes to the highest places. As the Pesach says, Lachsois benoyam Hashem, to see the splendor of Hashem. Ki yefsher lalois midarga ledarga ulestake lamala, kiim alidei tachles habitul. Because it's impossible for a person to achieve higher and higher levels of holiness, of closeness to Hashem, unless the person is able to eliminate the I in them, the the that I'm a somebody, I'm a something. And the main aspect of this is when a person is to really sanctify the pupil of the eye. That's the part of the eye that plays the most important role in being able to see. And regarding what we're learning here, this refers to a person eliminating the arrogance on all four levels that we discussed.
Any questions, please? Now, Rav Nosnesal connects this with the law of kilayim. Kilayim means forbidden mixtures. Hilchois kilay ilon, vikilay zroim, vikilay akerem, vikilay behema, vikilay begodim. Regarding the laws about <coughs> being forbidden to graft two trees, to combine two trees to, to, to be able to produce a hybrid fruit, or kilay zroim, or mixing together two different types of seeds that are going to produce grains or vegetables, and also regarding a vineyard. If a person plants other things in addition to grapes in a vineyard among the grapevines, and a person who puts together two different types of animals in order to work with them together at the same time. A person puts a horse and a cow together <clears throat> and, and locks them together to pull a wagon together, kile behema, or the actual mating of, of two different animals. A horse and a donkey to produce a mule, the kile begotim, and also the kilayim regarding garments, clothing. A person puts the, makes a garment combining wool and linen together, which is a forbidden mixture, shatnes. Rav Nosenzal says now, continuing the train of thought that we've been discussing, based on what we've been learning till now, we'll be able to understand all the different examples of forbidden mixtures, shehem, which are, Kile Ilon, Uzroim, Vikile Akerem, Vikile Behema, Vikile Begodim, Shekulam Samchan Hatoira Zelozer, whereby in the Torah it writes all of these close to each other. Kemai Shekosa Be Parshas Kedoshim, as we find in Parshas Kedoshim, Es Chukoisai Tishmoiru. Hashem says, I want you to uphold my laws, my Chukim. Chukim means these laws which are not necessarily logical. Do not mate two different animals together. Do not plant in your field two different species of seeds right next to each other. And a garment of combined with wool and linen. Do not wear such a garment. And so too, in, this was in Chomish Vayikra, in Chumash Dvarim, we find this brought again, Nismach Isur Kile HaKerem Leparshas Loisachroish Beshor V'chamar We find these topics written right next to each other. The fact that a person is forbidden in a vineyard to plant any other types of items. And also, that's put next to the forbiddenness of being forbidden to plow a field using an ox and a donkey together, side by side. And then, do not wear a garment that, that's made of wool and linen together. Make for yourself fringes, tzitzis. Because 
Rav Nelson Zal says, all of the obstacles and challenges that a person experiences in trying to serve Hashem are all the result of the stained garments, the soiled garments that a person is wearing, meaning garments that have been soiled by a person's sins. That's the terminology that's used in the Torah. When a person commits sins, it places stains on their neshama, on their soul. And again, it's referred to as begodim tsoyim, that the, the clothing of the person is, is stained with excrement. As Rabbi Nezal points out over there in the chapter, Likut Imran, chapter 14 in Likut Imran, which this halach is based on, when he's explaining the story of Rabbi Barachana, where it says there that there was a large animal, Rama Kufsa, and this large animal released waste matter, Vesachra Liyardina, and it clouded the entire the Jordan River. Shehabigodim hatsoyim shenimshechu alidea v'inoisav. Rabbi Nezal tells us there that these soiled garments, which are soiled as a result of the sins that the person committed, which are the cause of all the obstacles that the person experiences in trying to come close to Hashem, they become a barrier, like a river, that's blocking a person from getting to the other side, from getting to the side of holiness. Shehi bechinas Eretz Yisrael. We know the Jews had to cross the Jordanian River in order to get into Eretz Yisrael. Ayin Sham, take a look over there in middle, towards the end of the chapter 14 in Likut Imran, where Rabbi Nezal speaks about this. One of the things that causes the worst damage to a person's garments, to soil a person's garments, which is what becomes a barrier, making it difficult for the person to achieve true living, living like a, a good Jew, is arrogance, geus, and the kavod hameduma of this world, the fake kavod of this world. This is a very important term that's used in many svarim, that those people who are looking to achieve honor and respect in this world, their kavod is a fake kavod. We see, especially nowadays, presidents of countries and kings and everything, who it seems as if they reach the epitome, the most respectable position. He's the leader of a country. And, and every day there's every different type of insult and, and disrespect and, and, and trying to put him into jail or put him into a crazy house. You know, the, these leaders. And... and uh, this term, kovoid hameduma, also, again, people, all, all kinds of people who it seems they achieve honor and respect, but it's, it's fake, it's, it's medame, it's imaginary, it's not real. Because many times, these people who seem to be highly respected, behind their back, people are talking about them that, you know, this person is a low life, and this person, we know this person did this and this thing, all kinds of things that, that would decrease our respect for these people. 
So this is a term that's used in Svarim for us to know that a person looking to, to receive honor and respect in this world, generally it comes with, it's meduma, it's fake, it's fake kavod. Because most definitely, a person who feels and realizes how small they are. And if the person will realize and think carefully about how stained they are with sins and all kinds of tivisras, all kinds of evil desires, all kinds of crazy things. That person will definitely be willing to crawl on their hands and feet to search for a real doctor who can cure the diseases, the illnesses of their soul. Because which person can possibly stand being dressed in garments that are filthy, filthy, stained, dirty garments? So then how is it that there are people like this that are walking around and, and, and glowing like peacocks? But Rav Nosanzal explains what happens is these soiled garments that the person is wearing, they confuse the person and they mess up the person's heart to the point where the person makes believe as if everything's okay, as if they're perfect, as if they don't know the, the, the evil, wicked, and ugly and disgusting things that they've done in thought, in speech, in action. And this person is still seeking honor and respect and glory and fame in this world. And the person falls into all types of arrogance. And this prevents the person from being able to come close to the truth. The truth being Hashem, the truth being the Torah, the truth being the, the tzaddikim. Why? Because the person is afraid that people are going to make fun of them. Wow, look, he became, he's becoming religious. Those people who make fun of people who become religious, or they make fun of people who want to achieve a higher level in religion. And, and they'll think of me as being nuts, crazy. Again, this is what goes on in the world among those people who, who are not at all observant, not at all religious. They look at the religious people as if they're prehistoric men, they're cavemen, or they're, they're crazy, they're nuts because they don't understand at all whatsoever the rituals, the mitzvahs. Rab Nosanzal says, especially nowadays, unfortunately, due to our many sins, 
Sheneskayim v'tashlech emes arza. We see the fulfillment of what it says in the in the Navi in the prophets that the truth has has been thrown down to the ground. V'sor meira mishtoilel, and a person who avoids doing sins, who avoids doing bad things, is looked upon as crazy. He's he's not normal. Normal is taking drugs. Normal is doing all the, 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 the things that people do that aren't so, so good. And the honor has gone, unfortunately, to people who are, who are totally undeserving of it. Whereas people who respect Hashem, people who avoid sin, are despised. However, a person who's honest and a person who thinks honestly and feels the pain pain of the things that they've done or they're doing that are not right, and the person recognizes how low they really are, that person will definitely recognize the real truth and that person will be able to overcome all the obstacles in the world and come close to the truth where they are, where, wherever they are. They'll search for the truth where they are and, and try to come close to it. And this explains also why in the Torah we find that arrogance is referred to as moisrois, excesses. As we find the Navi Yeshaya says about Moab, Therefore, they did excessive things. And it's referring over there to the arrogance of the nation of Moab. As it says close nearby there, Shamanu Geoin Moyov We heard of the glory of Moyov, very arrogant. And we find there's a Pasuk in Tehillim, chapter 31, that Hashem pays those who have ex- excesses, those who are uh, behave with arrogance. Because arrogance is moisrois. It's something excessive that a person doesn't need at all. It doesn't serve any good purpose. Like idol worship. It's compared to idols. Which the Torah refers to as excrement. Which is the waste matter of the body, like those garments that are soiled with soya excrement, where their main power of keeping people away from the truth, away from getting close to Hashem, away from doing all kinds of good deeds, is through arrogance. And Rabbi Nezal has already explained that 
that when a person has obstacles, a person wants to do a mitzvah, they want to do something good, and there's different obstacles blocking them, Rabbi Nassau says that the most difficult obstacles are the obstacles in the person's mind, the lack of a definitive decision in a person's mind that I must do this, I really have to do this. Kamayshim Avoraz, Rabbi Nassau discusses this, especially in chapter 49 in the second half of Likut Imran. Hainu, as a result of a person's mind being confused and, and causing the person to deviate, to turn away from the truth, from what's really right. And the person refuses to really, really understand what the truth is, what the real truth is, what's really right. Because as a result of each and every sin that a person commits, they're damaging letters of the Torah, to which the person's soul is rooted. We know there are 600,000 souls and there are 600,000 letters in the Torah. And each and every soul has a connection to a particular letter in the Torah. Because when a person commits a sin, that person becomes distant and cut off from the letter in the Torah that they sinned against. And what happens then is that the letters of the Torah get rearranged to form something negative, <coughs> the opposite of the truth. We find the Gemara says in Kiddushin that <coughs> the Pasuk says, You will place these words upon your heart. The Gemara says that the word samtem is like sam. The Hebrew word sam means medicine, and the word sam means poison. And the Gemara tells us, if a person is, is fortunate and lucky, the Torah is a medicine for them. And if a person, chas v'shon, is not trying to do the right thing, then the Torah becomes a, a deadly poison. And it's, it's as a result of a person's sins, doing the wrong thing, and then getting confused, and not willing to acknowledge, to recognize that I've made mistakes, that I'm not perfect, I'm not great. This, this, this ends up causing a person's mind to have all kinds of bad thoughts and come up with all kinds of wrong conclusions, which cause the person to deviate from the path, the real path of truth. As the Pasuk says in Mishlei, people who turn around paths the righteous path. They turn it around completely. And there's another Pasuk in Yeshaya Novi that says, Woe is to those people who refer to good as bad and they refer to what's bad as good. All of this is the result of arrogance, 
שנמשך על ידי הבגודים תצויים, which comes about as a result of the soiled garments that the person is wearing, שמשום כל המניעס, and that's the source of all the obstacles and challenges that a person experiences. כי על ידי גאיוס, חכמוסי מסתלק סמנו, כמו ישם רואי סנזון, דגמורה tells us in פסוכם, that when a person has arrogance, their intellect shuts down. They don't think intelligently. היינו שנסתלק ממנו חכמס התוירו האמיתיס, What this refers to is especially is that the person is not able to understand the true wisdom of the Torah. And the person ends up deviating to all kinds of wrong ideas. Any questions, please? because Rabbeinu Zal explains over there in chapter 14 in Likuti Moran, which this halacha is based on, that a person will not achieve a real un- proper understanding of the Torah unless the person achieves humility in all four levels that we spoke about. If a person does achieve that, then that person will be zoichet to study Torah perfectly. To the point where when that person is studying Torah and they're reading the words of the Torah and each letter has a soul connected to it, by this person studying those words of Torah, they, they light up those letters And they light up the souls of the people who are attached to those letters. Velasois Balechuva Vegerim, which results in many cases in creating new Balechuva, people who are doing Chuva, or even non Jews who are coming and joining the Jewish nation. Veliskois Lezer Bishlemus Ein Zechakim Hatsadekoamiti. And the only one who really achieves this to perfection. is the true tzaddik, shehu onov be'emes, who is the really humble, be'bechinas mo, considers himself nothing, be'bechinas Moshe Rabbeinu al-Vasham, like Moshe Rabbeinu, aval gam kol eilu ha-mesoyerim lehiskarev le-tzaddik hazeh, but Rav Nosan Zaliyetz, besides this tzaddik, all of those people who become inspired and motivated To come close to this tzaddik, these people have to at least be able to feel and realize how small we are. Because as we learned in the previous year, without that humility, a person cannot really come close to, to a tzaddik or to Hashem. Because the soiled garments will serve as barriers blocking the person from coming close. Nimtza. So therefore we conclude, She'ikar kol hamaniyos nimshochim al yidei shenis arbavu etzloi tzirufei oisiyos hatoyro shepogam bahem. That the main obstacles that a person experiences 
are a result of the confusion that the person ended up confusing and mixing up the letters of the Torah, which the person sinned against. And that's what caused the person's thinking to become confused and come up with all kinds of wrong ideas, the deoizores and all kinds of foreign foreign beliefs. Shemishom kol hamaniyos. That's where all of the obstacles come from. Sheikram maniyas hamoyach, which Rabbein Zal stressed, the greatest obstacle is in the person's mind. When a person really knows what they want to do and they know what the right thing is and they really know it, nothing can stop them. And based on this introduction, we can understand the examples, all the examples that the Torah gives us of forbidden combinations, forbidden mixtures. These are all forbidden to us. Because what this is really all about is mixing up the letters of the Torah to which all of these things are connected to. Because everything in this world, whether it's inanimate objects like rocks, Tsoimeach, plants, trees, flowers, chai, animals, birds, reptiles, medaber, human beings. Kol dovor vedovor yesh loy shoyresh Every single one of these things is rooted in letters of the Torah. V'alke v'alidei kilai mechaseshalim and when a person puts together two different types that should not be put together, that person is putting together letters of the Torah that shouldn't be put together. And that's the cause of all obstacles and challenges that people experience in the world. And now we understand why the word, the Hebrew word for these forbidden mixtures is kilayim, shehu loshen meniyos. The word kilayim also means obstacles, holding back. The people refrained from donating more things to the Mishkan. When Moshe Rabbeinu saw that there was more than enough, he said, stop. And the Pesach says, Vayikole, they withheld, they held back from bringing. That's the Vayikole, like the word Kilayim. Ato Hashem lo rachamecha. We pray, Hashem, please don't hold back your kindness from us. V'chein harbe, and so too many other Pesachim like this. Uchsiv we find in the Navi Yeshaya, U'babote chloim harbo. They hid in prisons, Shehu, they were hidden in prisons. Shehu Beisuasurim. This is referring to a prison. where a person is being held back from being released. All obstacles in the world are the result of these wrong type of mixtures. Shehu Bechinas Irbov 
which which means a, a mixture, a combination. Which means that letters of the Torah have gotten mixed up in a in a negative way, in a harmful way, as a result of a person's sins. And that's the cause of all the confusion in a person's mind and all the wrong ideas, which are the cause of all obstacles. And this is why the Pasuk says, Make sure you uphold all of my laws, Hashem says. This Pasuk precedes, these words precede where the Torah presents the, the fact not to make these illegal mixtures. Because this is the opposite of kilayim, meaning, Hainu, the Torah warns us, Uphold all the laws of the Torah. Don't turn over the laws of the Torah. Don't do the opposite of them. What this is telling us is to be careful not to mess up the letters of the Torah, not to form the wrong kinds of combinations as a result of mixing together two objects that should not be combined. And therefore the main solution to all of this is the true tzaddikim, who are able to study Torah with real holiness, to the point where when these tzaddikim are studying the Torah, all the letters of the Torah light up beautifully. Based on what's needed, to awaken those dormant souls, those souls that are inactive. To the, to, to the point where they'll be awakened and inspired to do a real complete tshuva. Because the tzaddik, when he's teaching Torah, when he's revealing new ideas, new solutions to questions in the Torah, the tzaddik is combining the letters in a manner that brings about a tikkun, a repair for these souls that have become distant from their, from their source. And, and this, the tzaddik's studying Torah properly enables him to be able to lead these people and guide these people on a proper path, giving good advice, which is so needed, advice that's based on what's going on now. Just because a person reads in the Torah something that happened thousands of years ago, to be able to know exactly how to apply that in our lives now, we need the true tzaddikim. And the tzaddik also knows exactly how to apply each, each item in the Torah to each individual person based on where their soul is rooted. No two people are alike. 
וכפי תיקון הצריכים לפגומים שפל בהם. And based on the repair that's needed to fix the sins that these people commit, commit each and every person committed. ובשביל זה צריכים באמס לחפש ולבקש מאוד מאוד אחר צדק אמיתי כזה. And this is why it's so important for each and every one of us to search for a, a true tzaddik of this caliber who's studying Torah with the highest degree of purity and, and as a result is able to guide us and direct us in every aspect of our life and help us to be able to do a real tshuva, to get rid of the soiled garments and to be zirche, to, to come close to, as close to Hashem as we possibly can. Any questions, please? We'll hold it over here for now. Rav Zal now is going to introduce the holiday of Purim and show how it's directly related to everything we've been learning the past few days on this topic. Today is Zois Hanukkah, the final day of Hanukkah, which is the, the holiest, very, very special. It's Erev Shabbos also. We should be zoicha to connect to Hashem, to connect to our neshama, to our soul, to do everything we can today to, to draw upon ourselves the, the lights, the holy lights, these 36 candles that we lit throughout the eight days of Hanukkah, and to connect to the tzaddikim, who brought us Hanukkah, who, who succeeded in defeating the enemies of Klali, of the Jewish people, and those who wanted to tear us away from real, pure faith in Hashem. Bezrecha to the final goal of the coming of Moshiach, the building of the third and final Beis Amikdash, Amen, Amen, Amen.